The views and opinions discussed on Exposure are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff of Impact 89FM. WDBM East Lansing. Hello and welcome to Exposure on Impact 89FM, the show where we talk to members of organizations at Michigan State University as well as nonprofit organizations in the East Lansing area. And now, this week's Exposure. Hello and welcome to Exposure. I'm your host, Callie Neese, and today I'm here with Her Campus. How are you doing today, guys? Doing good. good. Can you guys introduce yourselves for me really quick? Hi, so I'm Caitlin Gannon. I'm a junior here at MSU, and I'm studying marketing and creative writing. And then for Her Campus, I'm the chapter president, then I'm a campus correspondent, and then through headquarters, I'm also a campus trend center and an intern. Hi, I'm Genevieve Fox. I'm a junior studying environmental journalism. For her campus, I'm a e-board member, so I do the recruitment chair and I'm also design chair for the chapter. Hi everyone, I'm Nicolette Wise. I am a junior studying physiology with a minor in health promotion. And for her campus, I am on the exec board team doing the community outreach. Um, my name is Charlotte Bongratz. I am a freshman and for her, I'm also a journalism major. And for her campus, I am an assistant editor on the exec board. Can you guys tell me about what HC is? Sure. So basically, we are an undergraduate student org, and we focus on women's interests and women's issues. But our writers are allowed to write about anything they want. They can write about pop culture. They can write about news. They can write about how-tos. And it's more so about trying to like build a community and help members like build up a portfolio. Even if you're not like a journalism major, you're still able to join her campus to be able to express yourself and then meet other members as well. So what are some of the different roles and different things that you guys partake in as even eborn members or just general members of the club? So we actually have a pretty large um, exact team. We have about 85 chapter members and then we have about 22, 23 eboard members. So then on eboard, it starts, we have campus correspondence. So there are two of us since we have such a large chapter and we're like the main communication point with headquarters and we do all the publishing for the articles and make the final edits. Then we have an editing team and an editor in chief. We have a community outreach team. We have a design team. We have an events team and we also have a social media and marketing team. So what do they do within each of the teams? Um, I am an assistant editor and um, we have our editor-in-chief, her name is Jessie, and she assigns each of the editors um, between one, two, sometimes three stories to edit per week. Um, generally, the deadlines are on Mondays at 7 p.m., and we um, we are given until that Friday morning mark, just about, to um, edit through those stories, look through, um, kind of work with anything that we think can be either worded better or simple grammar mistakes, that kind of thing. Just kind of working through everything, making sure everything's looking good. Yeah. So um, for the e-board, I'm part of the recruitment chair. So basically at times when we're starting to like recruit people, um, I kind of help like trying to spread the word, trying to help like get more people involved and making sure people know that like just because it's her campus doesn't mean it's just for women, like men and whoever else wants to join can join as well. Um, and I'm also part of the design chair. So basically this year um, I did design um, the Her Campus MSU Chapters merch, but I also help if they need designs with like um, flyers or stickers or anything like that. I kind of help with them um, figuring out like what designs and what to do. 
And then I um, am part of community outreach. So a really cool part about community outreach is that so it actually first started over COVID. So during the pandemic, um, new um, committees were formed and stuff like that. And so um, the past um, president of the chapter of campus correspondence, um, she reached out to me and she was like, hey, would you be interested in taking over the role for a community outreach leader? It was like new and stuff like that. And I was like, totally, why not? So basically with community outreach, I like to form connections with um, the storefronts, so small uh, business owners who are in the East Lansing community. So I guess a good example of that would be like the peanut barrel. So it's like a small restaurant that like, you know it in East Lansing, but like everywhere else it's not there. So a majority of community outreach is not only creating like volunteer options. So like, you know, working for the food banks, uh, coat drive, food can drive, but also sort of helping out small businesses who were affected during um, not only from the pandemic, but also helping them promote their business and really just giving something back to the East Lansing community. Because, I mean, without East Lansing, we wouldn't have Michigan State. So why not give back to the neighborhood around it? What is like an average day in the life or like an average HC meeting look like? Yeah, so our meetings, we typically have one general meeting a month, but then we also have like some bonus meetings and events thrown in. So at our general meeting, we start, we try to do like some introductions and things like that and do like some sort of a fun icebreaker. And then like midway through the meeting, we take like another break to like talk about like our article ideas and what we're writing. So then we start with like just like some of the basics like, hey, what are we up to this week? Some like the awesome things we did. Like we this semester, we've been pushing out probably twice as many articles as we did last semester and our team's even smaller than it was last semester so it's really cool we definitely want to highlight it so we talk about like what the different e-board teams are up to because this is like the best time to like share what's going on within the chapter we also talk about like some reminders like hey you can write about whatever you want you can write anonymous articles if needed you can write articles with other members and like i said we'll take a break share some article ideas go over some like some like repetitive things like hey if you need help with the drive you can always reach out things like that do you guys have like guidelines on like what they can and cannot write like does it have to be centered towards something or like can you do whatever you want Members can write about literally anything they want. Obviously, we have some restrictions. Our members can't write about anything that is offensive, obviously, but our members, they can write about pop culture. Like, I know I personally like to write a lot of articles about music. And then I write a lot of um, kind of niche based articles. Um, I wrote one about crocheting, kind of whatever I'm interested in a lot mm-hmm. around the time of the deadline I s- signed up for. Um, just random things. I, yeah, I wrote uh, the one story about crocheting. I did an album review this past week. Just kind of whatever comes to mind. Yeah, like uh, I do environmental journalism, so I try to like incorporate that sometimes with her campus. But the recent article I just wrote about um, was about disruptive indie films and TV shows that um, people should watch. And I know that you guys like play sort of like indie yeah. alternative music. So maybe that'll be more interesting to your viewers. But um, yeah, like I've written about like, how to make your plants survive and um, kind of this like banana water spray that like helps with your plants. And I love plants. So that's kind of. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fun. So you guys were telling me a little bit about some of your community outreach and some of the charity stuff. Like what kind of stuff are you guys doing to help the community and help others around you guys? I guess I'll take over since I'm the community outreach leader. Uh, but basically, the first ta- the first ever big um, community outreach event we had was Letters to Genesee. So Letters to Genesee was writing uh, letters to healthcare workers, 
Um, it was at, it was called Genesee because there was the Hurley Genesee um, Cancer Institute, which was located mm-hmm. in Flint, Michigan. And basically, uh, there were three different groups. You could write to healthcare workers, children who were going under uh, chemotherapy, and then, of course, the adults who were going under chemotherapy. And from that, we actually had, I think it was about 100 people sign up to participate. And I want to say a majority of them wrote like three to five letters, which was insane because, you know, even though it's something so small, writing a letter, it really has a big impact because it's like personally taking time out of your day to write something that's handwritten. So that was our first really big community outreach kind of event. Now we're trying to focus more on actually like helping out these Lansing communities. So um, one of our ideas could be doing a partnership with some of the other organizations because that's what we did last time with um, Letters to Jersey was partnering with other clubs so that there could be more outreach, um, being more informed about uh, the event. And so you could get more participants and stuff like that. So right now it's um, we're working on either doing, um, I think, like a pie face contest or like um, pieing exec, which I look very forward to because <laughs> I think there's nothing more fun than um I don't know, having a stranger pie me in the face, I guess it'd be really <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, we also have been uh, possibilities of working with, um, I think it's period for women. Is that the, they grab um, menstrual products and stuff like that to help out for women who um, need those services and stuff like that. So maybe doing like a, a menstrual product uh, drive and getting all those necessary products, uh, food can drive, which could be partnered with um, MSU Charge. And there's just, I think what's really cool about community outreach is like, there's a lot of connections we can form, not just with like the Saints and residents, but also with the clubs themselves and being able to really outreach and create those important connections that could really help out other people. When you guys aren't writing articles or doing community outreach, what kind of stuff are you guys doing together as a club that's not necessarily just for her campus? I love doing bonding events with our members. Just last weekend, I actually had a few members over at my apartment. We just did like a PowerPoint and kind of a movie night. And we also try to just have like a lot of bonding events in general. Like we always do a Galentine's Day event. We like to do movie nights. PowerPoint nights have been really big within yeah. our club. And then we also do like writing workshops too. So that way, like our since I said most of our members aren't actually journalism or writing or English majors. So that way this gives us like an opportunity to meet other members and also like grow more comfortable with themselves and with their writing. Can you guys tell me a little bit about what you guys are doing for Women's History Month? Yeah, sure. So... Someone from the Women's History Month committee at MSU actually reached out to our chapter asking if anyone would be interested in representing her campus on the committee. So we actually have four members that did that, um, Katya, Shruti, Shrishti, and Audrey. And so basically they helped with planning all of the events, kind of. There's a lot of events that are going on. And then (laughs) our chapter, personally, we did a themed content week on our social media and also through um articles so basically every day this week we had at least one article going out related to women's history month so the women's history month committee itself had like a list of trading cards like impactful women in history so a lot of our members chose to write about them but also like one of our members she wrote about women-owned businesses in michigan i know that i wrote like a profile on all of our committee members and then i know another member wrote a profile on the actual leader of the committee and also Gabby Rivera came to campus. So one of our members wrote like kind of an article about that and what that was about. There is also a story, I believe, on Megan the Stallion, if anyone's interested in that. And uh, Henrietta Lakes, if you all are interested in learning about stem cell research. Wow, that's really cool, actually. Thank the, thank Helle. <laughs> <laughs> 
So how do you guys get all these articles done? Like you're students, you have other stuff to do. Like, how are you guys managing your time so that you have time to write however many articles you're getting out a week? Um, I actually have become accustomed to, in addition to all the like the workload of all of my classes to write additional stories. I have been um, writing. I wrote in a high school publication since my freshman year. I it's just been drilled into my mind at this point. So whenever I know I have a deadline coming up, I just kind of think um, when I'm going through my day about what I could possibly write about. There is also a document that we have in our shared drive of story ideas if you're stumped. So I think that's a really cool way to kind of encourage everyone if they're feeling a little bit blocked. Um, it's really kind of a creative outlet for whatever you're thinking about during your week. It's for me personally, I don't even view it as kind of like a deadline of a responsibility that I have to do. It's just a way to get what I'm thinking out onto paper and then out into the world. Or it's better like it's like a break. So you're studying and studying and studying. And for me, it's kind of like I get an idea and it just like pops into my head and I automatically grab a piece of paper and I just start writing and writing and writing. And then all of a sudden I'll have like this really good sort of like rough draft and then you take the rough draft and then you translate it to um, actually writing it down and then it gets edited. So for me personally, beforehand when um, with her campus and making sure I had an article published at least every month, what I would do is during like the break. So like winter break or summer break, I would just sit down at my desk and I would actually just write and write and write and write. And sometimes it, for me, I had moments where it's just like, it just comes to me like, or sports articles, for example, like doing a partnership with a, another, um, her campus member and writing about like sports articles or really just finding that like one time of the day where I'll just sit down and I'll just like take a good 30 minutes, maybe a good hour, just like as a nice sort of break, just like writing and, um, really trying to get a good idea of like where I want, like, my story to go and how to really like create the story make it very creative or I think what's really cool is from learning from other people is a lot of my stories actually come from um I want to say like experiences I've learned from other people but also hearing their own sort of stories and then that sort of drives my creativity like one story I really got from um a lot of people is this new article I'm working on which is why do we stay with the ones that hurt us the most and so that's um, something I'm working on really right now. And it's sort of giving this break, but also this sort of psychological, for me, psychological thriller. Like, why do we stay with people who hurt us? Or like, why do we think we deserve like this? Um, why do we deserve like this type of love? Or like, why don't we leave? And why do we commit ourselves to like five years in a relationship where we know it's not going anywhere? So for me, that's where a lot of my writing really stems off. I don't really think about it. It just comes to me and I find that moment or that time of the day and I just like write. And sometimes it's like really enjoyable because, you know, we're all students. We're all really busy. So sometimes it's nice to just sit down and just like put pen to paper. Yeah, like I feel you on that. It's like a creative outlet that you're allowed to like have with her campus because like especially for me like with journalism you kind of always have to write about stories that are like so serious and you have mm -hmm. to write about you know news and like what's happening mm -hmm. and like her campus allows me to have that outlet of like being able to write about what's kind of around me so like like I said about plants are always around me and it's something that I like but you know it's not really necessarily newsworthy or um, about like the the indie films that I wrote about it's something that I like really enjoy but it's not necessarily like a news kind of like story I guess and like um with 
journalism, it's like you have to write stories all the time. Like literally every single week, it's a deadline and it's a new story. You have to think about the next story. So it's a constant like you're always just like in writing mode. And sometimes like I'll have writer's block. But like I said, with her campus, it allows me to have that like creative freedom of like, okay, I don't have to think about news. I don't have to be so serious. I can allow myself to have that creative like flow of this is what I'm thinking about. This is what I want to write about. And it's something that I really do enjoy about her campus. And that's why I think a lot of writers are also successful is they don't have to write about a certain topic. They can pick whatever topic they want and they like they don't have to like like if you're working for like uh, I guess the Detroit uh, Detroit like free press, for example, you have to write certain stories. But for her campus, it can literally be creative writing or um, bring awareness to environmental issues or stuff like that. So I think that's what's really cool about our writers is they don't really stick to like one exact trope. They really expand and you get to really see so many different minds and what they think is like really cool writing and seeing like their creative aspects and like bringing it forth because they really are published like Um, writers in a way so it's also really cool to see that from them as well so there's a lot of journalism outlets here at michigan state we have the state news we have us impact 89 there's vim there's so many things why did you guys pick her campus like what made it stick out to you guys I know personally, my freshman year, I was at participation and I saw the booth. I was so nervous to go up to them for some reason. I don't know why. In high school, I was super involved with my high school's newspaper. And I just honestly loved writing ever since I was little. I would do like creative writing and just writing stories. So it's like I saw them and I was just so interested. But for some reason, I was just too nervous to go up to them. And then a few days later, I got an email from it was a mass email from the president at the time, Taylor Manley. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm joining. And then right from the start, I was able to join eBoard right away, which was great because I really wanted something that I could invest myself in. I didn't necessarily want just a club that met once a month. We just talked about one thing and then everyone just parsed their ways. I wanted something I could actually invest my time in and be super involved in. I've just always loved writing. So I was like, this is a perfect fit for me. My um, my story of getting into her campus is a little similar. Um uh, first semester, because I am a freshman, um, I did get a mass email, and I think it was on the um, MSU 2025 Facebook page at one point as well, saying, um, just kind of sending out the Google form if anyone wants to join. So I filled that out, and I always knew, like, coming into college that I wanted to write for publication organization. I wanted to do more writing outside of my classes. And at the second I got into her campus and I um, met all the people either in the group chats or in person. Um, I thought it was already a great start um, because my high school publication was kind of run like a factory, not going to lie. So this was a really refreshing change of pace to be able to um, write about whatever strikes my fancy um, and be able to connect with new people that I probably wouldn't have been able to meet otherwise. Yeah, definitely. Like in my freshman year, I feel like we all kind of have somewhat similar but not similar stories. Um, But I remember because I wanted to like get more articles published because as a freshman, like it's hard to find like a news publication that I'll take if you don't have like somewhat of an experience. Um, And so I thought her campus was a good opportunity to be able to have articles published and to show like, hey, like I enjoy writing. I'm a writer and like, you know, I can be published and made me feel like very like empowered, I guess, to be accomplished. Yeah, accomplished, empowered to be in her campus and being a freshman and like, wow, look at I have things published. I have articles here. Like I 
I don't want to say like I'm worthy, but like I guess that's <laughs> yeah. like kind of how you feel. Like I like it's a self esteem boost. Yes, it is for sure. And it's like when you go to a big university, it's so like because I'm from like kind of a smaller town ish area. And so, like, going to, like, a big university, I was so nervous of, like, how am I going to get involved and, um, you know, how am I going to, like, put some of, like, my impact onto Michigan State. And so I thought her campus was a good opportunity for people who want to, like, write and be involved and be empowered, you know, so. For me, I... I think it stems... Well, I get did get an email from um, the campus correspondence president and... I, what really got me interested, because I got the email my freshman year and I wasn't really interested in writing or anything like that, but then I got the email again and I had this like um, moment in my life where I just learned a lot as a um, woman and I think what was really cool about her campus is that it's really about helping women and helping empower women, really boosting women up either in confidence or self-esteem and stuff like that. And from my personal experiences, I wanted to write about those experiences and really help out other women. So I think for when I first wanted to join, it was really about sharing my own personal experiences as ways to help out other women. Sort of like that big sister role where it's like um, you have like a little sister and you want to help her through life and you want to guide her through life and make sure like she is on the right path. So that's kind of how I saw myself writing for her campus in the beginning was really this like big sister role of like sharing my experiences through my writing and also of course sharing my love for MSU sports because gotta love Tom Izzo <laughs> gotta, gotta love Mel Tucker I mean I grew up with Mark D'Antonio but gotta love the whole uh ch- chopping <laughs> gotta love that so I think it was really cool it was like getting to share my passion for um not just being a writer but also like my passion for sports and my passion for helping out women and really publishing a lot of creative works that I've um worked on like ever since I was like probably like in high school but never got the opportunity to publish them because there wasn't an outlet for that so I think what's really cool about her campus is that not only is it like boosting women and also empowering women but it's also enabling women to find those resources and find those connections to actually get their articles published and I think that's really cool. So unlike us here at Impact, the State News, and Vim, Telecasters, you guys are actually part of a greater organization all over the world and all over the United States. Can you tell me a little bit more about how that works? Yeah, so there are um, over 420 chapters globally, so it's not just U.S.-based. And basically, her campus is just a big world and a big platform on its own. So all of our articles and all of the chapters, they write for one website, but each chapter has like their own like personal page that showcases like our writers about them and then also our articles. And then her campus as a whole, it kind of helps us to be able to promote our articles and give us a platform because, say, we just started like our own um writing club here at msu we wouldn't have like that opportunity to share our articles on like a global level if that makes sense and also her campus is very like motivating and empowering for us they always like push us to do better like i know um her campus at msu we're um an elite level chapter which means we're in the top five percent of chapters globally and we're also in the final four for her campus's march madness out of over 400 chapters, so they're, like, constantly Woo-hoo. pushing us to do Let's go. better. I know, I'm so We excited. can play ball, too. <laughs> so it's just really cool that we have this opportunity. And also, since it is, like, a national organization, we have so many more opportunities. They have this program called Campus Trendsetters. So for Campus Trendsetters, you apply. Anyone from any chapter can join. And they send out partnership options with different brands. And some of them you actually get paid for. So it's super cool. 
And it just gives you like an opportunity to build up your portfolio and marketing experience. They also have internship programs. They also have like a few other organizations. They just started something called Generation Hired. They're trying to help students post-grad and kind of in their post-grad journey. And they also have something called Her 20s. So basically, you can start writing for Her 20s as a junior in college. You can write for up to a few years post-grad. So it's like you're still, it's giving like more resources for those post-grad as well, since a big majority of the focus is on like undergrad women, high school age women, things like that. Can you tell me about your connections with other chapters like locally, like U of M, I don't know, other Big Ten schools? Like, Do you guys interact? Yeah. So um, we did a collab with Arizona. I know we did like for Valentine's Day last year during like um, like the year of like pandemic for schools we did a collaboration with arizona state for galentine's day it was like heartbreak and then love of course i wrote about heartbreak so (laughs) (laughs) but um we did that as a collaboration we've also did didn't we do one with kansas yes kansas yeah we did kansas university over our spring break and that was seven days long we had some girls that were off on vacation some that were still on campus some that were in their hometowns um i think kansas was still in classes at that point so it was just kind of everyone um because we did the we did a instagram swap so everyone uh we had all of the michigan state girls on the kansas account and all the kansas girls on the michigan state account it was really really cool to see how um how similar but different at the same time everyone is and then i think we also did um like we do instagram crossovers. so i know um our instagram team or our social media team has been doing like crossovers where um students from others so i think we actually we did one internationally with um dublin i think it was like is it Dublin University? Her campus organization, which is located in Ireland, we did an international crossover. So they took over our um, USA, Michigan State, like her campus one. And then we took over their um, Dublin account. And that was really cool because like, I mean, that's insane to think about like how we can do all these cool crossovers with not just people in the United States who go to college here, but also those who are like internationally. So like Dublin or, I mean, who knows, maybe we could do something with uh, people from... um, Um, the United Kingdom and continue that sort of like outlook and stuff like that which would be like super cool because you can learn so much from people who are not just like in the United States but also from like other countries and really learning about um, why they chose to write with her campus and like their certain um, perspectives and views as well and I think that's what's really cool about our partnerships. With her campus KU so that was the um, her campus chapter that we actually collabed with over spring break they ended up inviting us to one of their Zoom meetings this week so we actually had to play a big cahoot with their members and it was super cool just especially from like the president's perspective to see like different ideas of like how clubs are run and kind of just different ideas for how to engage members so that was super fun and also during rivals week for football this year we partnered with the umish uh the umish chapter so that was pretty fun i mean it was a little last minute so it was a little difficult (laughs) to get everything out but we did like matching articles like our presence at the time they did like uh, matchup articles of like halloween costumes we had someone write we had like two people write histories on like the paul the paul bunyan trophy we had some other people write why they love umish why they love msu so it was really cool we had that kind of going all week and we also both raised money for the same organization that was at our school we raised money, so the Umish um, chapter was raising money for Safe Place in the Ann Arbor Umish area, and then we were raising money for Safe Place here at East Lansing. So, if someone is looking to join her campus, how can they start getting involved? And what like roles would you recommend for like a new member to start off by taking? 
Yeah, so we do like our prime recruiting at the beginning of the semester and also before. Like, so we're going to start recruiting in a few weeks for the summer semester and for the fall. But so during that time, we're very active on social media. And we're also active at like different tabling events like participation. We love new members. Just come up and say hi or just fill out the application and then I'll get in touch with you. Otherwise, if you're looking to join mid semester, not really during a recruiting period, I always say just reach out to us on social media and then they'll get you into contact with me. So that way I get you on board, I get you in the chat, get you kind of like the rundown on her campus. Yeah, I would definitely say it seems like some people might see it as like it's intimidating to like join a new group that's so like big and makes such a big impact. But I would say her campus, like they're definitely very welcoming and op- and are open to new people. And so I would definitely say like if you are interested in joining, don't be scared at all. Like it's very welcoming. It's warm. It's very nice. Like everybody in her campus is so nice that I've talked to and um yeah, it's very easy to join. Just like saying hi, like saying, you know, like I'm interested in joining. I really would like to be a part of her campus. Like, you know, we're welcome with open arms to anyone. Well, thank you so much for being with me here today, guys. If you need more information on her campus, feel free to check out their Instagram at HC Michigan State or email them at hc.msu at hercampus.com. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for your thank time. You. This has been this week's edition of Exposure on Impact 89FM. If you missed anything, feel free to check out our website at impact89fm.org, where you can find our weekly Exposure podcast. If you would like to come visit us and talk about your respected organization at MSU or a nonprofit organization in the East Lansing area, feel free to contact us, again, on our website at impact89fm.org. Thanks for listening to Exposure on Impact 89FM.